Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I'm your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom to five, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hey friends, boy, do I have something special for you today. You guys get to meet my great friend and mentor, Danelle Delgado. She recorded this side-by-side with me in the studio, so you get to tune in to our real conversation on her story, how she got to where she is today, what she's currently working on, and also three great tips on what you can do if you're looking to start your own business. But before we dig into all of that, let me just share with you how incredible she is and what she has done. So first off, she is a serial entrepreneur who refused to give up despite facing challenges of raising her three small children on her own. That's right, she's a mother. And through years of high-level learning with some of the most renowned business experts, Danelle built some of the fastest-growing online business training companies to date. She's an internationally known online influencer, best-selling author, and has made a massive impact on entrepreneurs worldwide. She has elite retreats and online training platforms along with her wit and her skilled training. It has made her a household celebrity name. You guys, she's known as the Velvet Hammer and also the Millionaire Maker, just to give you guys a little bit of perspective. She has trained countless individuals to become high performers like few ever will. I'm thrilled to have Danelle on our podcast today to share her insights and inspire all of you guys. She is not just a great mentor, but also a very thoughtful friend and a great example of what success could look like alongside motherhood. And it's a reality. Her dedication to her family, business, and personal growth is truly inspiring for everyone. And I hope you guys really enjoy her words. So let's welcome to the show this amazing human, Danelle Delgado. Hi, friends. Here we are with Danelle Delgado. Um, Gosh, okay. She's sitting next to me today because she's a good friend of mine and uh, she's in town working. So we get to do this in person and this is my first in-person one. So I'm excited that it's with her. So hello, So much Danelle. more fun. I Hi. <laughs> awesome. Well, okay. You asked. I flew in. It's that important. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. True. Okay, if you don't know who Danelle is, you are going to look her up in all avenues once we're done with this because she is amazing and she will change your life. So before we dive into all those things, let us hear some of your story. Like, who yeah. who are you? Yeah, Where did we're... you come from? <laughs> Start from ground zero. <laughs> okay. Tell okay, us. Okay, good. Wow. And, and we're talking to entrepreneurs, right? So I feel like this is going to land in the right spot. Um, I... I'm a mom of three twins that Mm -hmm. are now 14 and 14, almost 15 and 15, and a 16-year-old, which is amazing, right? But everybody's like, wait, they're so close together. I go, yeah. So let me tell you a little story. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think most of my life, everything just went as planned, right? You have a plan. You get married. You have the dog, the kids, the house, the white picket fence. We had a brown fence, but it was still picket. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I followed all the rules and did what everybody told me. And then one day everything exploded. And that's where my entrepreneurship journey began. Um, I was a teacher. I worked with a youth group. I did everything under the sun. But when it came down to it and I was in the middle of a divorce with a two, two and three year old. Oh, youngins. yeah. Yeah. And wasn't really used to bringing home the bacon. (laughs) It was an immediate, Danelle has to grow up minute, right? And so um, I started taking on jobs because I couldn't even afford, you know, anywhere to live or what I was going to do. And you already had your job. I did. You had your teaching job, right? No, at that point, no, I didn't. So at that point, I had kind of stepped down from that. When I had a baby, I stopped working with the youth group, but I was speaking. So I was speaking at like youth and women's events and, you know, very involved in the circuit of motivation, personal development, faith. You know, that was kind of where it all started. Um, But that definitely doesn't provide for anyone. 
she's whispering to you, <laughs> but she's telling you, although she enjoyed it and she was great at it, and that's what she knew. How old were you at this time? Mm. 29. 29. Okay. And a lot of people think, and I know you guys hear this, if you listen to Gary Vee all the time, he's like, that is still young. You have the rest of your life, but not everyone believes it. And so I think it's really great. Like you yeah. had, you're kind of in a position where you think like, this is my life. Like, what can I do? But then you had to really start over. Right. Yeah. But you really have to provide for people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I actually had, um, it's kind of a, this was kind of defining moment. Right. So if we look at all the stuff I've done now, all the companies, all the businesses, all the things, sure. It looks like bells and whistles and frills, but it started. And we're going to have to unpack that. <laughs> we will. Everyone's like, wait, what is all the stuff she does now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll unpack we that. Okay. But it started um, with an apartment that my friends rented me because I had nothing to get started on, right? So the divorce was going to take a little bit. It was not agreeable um, for sure. There was, you know, everybody's very passionate when things get spicy. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of passion involved. And um, so for 30 days, they were like, hey, we can help you for the first month. So they got an apartment. I literally had no furniture. And I didn't really have control of the money, yeah. um, which also put me in a bad situation because I didn't know anything. It was like, yeah, I was married. I, I just you? show yeah. up and go through life. So mm -hmm. it was a very big awakening for me, which was the best thing that could have ever happened. And I had 30 days to make enough to pay rent the next. Now it was also Christmas. So yes. um, I think just as a parent, right, it sounds so silly. This is going to sound really superficial, but the day you can't afford Christmas presents for your kids was like a big eye opener for me. So I was working three jobs. I was working weekends. I was working nights. I was like passing them off as fast as I could, being there all day with them, working nights, like doing everything I possibly could to earn enough money. And there just wasn't enough hours in the day or enough hours pay, yeah. right? Yeah. So so I was sitting there and Christmas and I, you know, I was reading their little Christmas list that I helped oh. them make, looking at them, bawling, feeling like a ridiculous parent, like of all the things I want to do well, if I screwed up my life, I want to be an amazing parent, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. But I was sitting there like, maybe all those people who said horrible things about me, my family included, because they didn't believe in the divorce, right? Maybe they were right, right? That, that's yeah. literally what happened. I looked in the mirror and I was like, are you a horrible human or are you a great human? And it was oh. a, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm great, <laughs> but, but maybe I'm not, right? Well, you have to, especially for somebody who takes self-accountability, I think it's a, yeah. a thing where you do eventually look at yourself like, am I? Is Right. It's just like a self-check, yeah. right? Because I mean, anyone, now I know after reading all the personal development books and doing all the investments and work and all of that, I do know that the environment that you're around is what you become. And so if you're around someone who's telling you you're an idiot every day, well, eventually you're going to believe you're an idiot and you'll perform like an idiot. Right. So I was like, in the mix of this, you're a horrible person. You should have stayed in this unhappy state and, you oh. know, like for your kids, look what you didn't do for your kids. And I was like, I feel like all this is wrong, <laughs> right? Like, why teach my kids to be miserable? I'm so confused. But sitting there losing everything, I'm like, maybe this is punishment. Maybe this is what happened. So this is just like, like, I'm going to shoot you real. I second guessed every single step that I took. But I was like, well, I'm already it. I'm so far in. I, I guess I'm going to have to see how it turns out and see if I am this human. And I, I think, you know, there's that saying that say says money will either grow you or expose you. Yeah. And I think pain does too. Mm -hmm. And it exposed me looking at myself in a way that said everything that I see that I don't like, I'm going to go fix. And yes. every single thing that I ever thought I wanted to become, well, let's just give it a shot. Nobody believes in me right now anyway. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. 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 So I couldn't do Christmas. It was horrible. I looked at their lists. I was bawling and a mess and gave them each one like $6 toy, right? Oh. We, we had a tent at that time. I bought it with my last money um, thinking, well, if we don't have furniture, we can play. They'll see it like the art of play. And so I threw pillows and blankets in there and that's where we slept for 30 days. Um, well, it was longer than that. I don't remember. I've blocked some things out. Um, but I just, I didn't know how to get out. I didn't know how to manage anything. I didn't know how to earn enough. 
And that's when I was introduced to sales. And it was like, oh, you can earn however much you want to work. If you want to outwork everybody, you can keep selling. You can, you can determine yes. your own commission. And I was like, that is the only way I'm going to get ahead. Right. And I was literally like the most horrendous salesperson in the world. So I was like, <laughs> if you want to, you could. Or if it's not right for you, I'm like, okay, but what kind of sales? <laughs> okay, but what kind of sales? Let's let's <laughs> talk about what kind of sales you got into yeah. initially. Really? So I got into direct sales. Okay, so first like, network marketing. Network marketing. So we're I talking was selling like, phone, TV, internet. Yeah. So gas, like, electricity, like Verizon, Dish TV. Um, you know, yeah. CenturyLink. Yeah. I screwed up a lot of my friends' phone lines. Sorry. Yeah. I had no idea. They're like, we've had that number since my grandma was six. And I'm like, well, it's somebody else's now. Yes. But the fact that you can like, you're you're basically yeah. doing consumer sales though. Yes. Like anybody who uses a product and it could be anywhere from I like internet hunting. to like makeup to like yeah. clothes. Hunting, like, I mean, coffee. whatever it is. I did meal replacement shakes. Like I... Psychology. <laughs> yeah, I was stuff. anything. Yeah, direct sales. I was a just. Okay. I mean, people would like run away from me in the grocery store because I was going to sell them something. Like I had to. I couldn't survive. Oh man, right? And I was really bad. <laughs> we so, all have those people <laughs> in our lives. I'm not that anymore. <laughs> and it was a good. It was a good person to be. Go ahead, just make everyone who's close to you hate you, and then you get to start over. <laughs> they already hated her though. So. They did. Oh, yeah, so they did. How did anyone hate me? I'm amazing. Um, but I was lost, right? I was confused. And I think um, anyone who becomes an entrepreneur is going to start this journey where they find themselves because you can't lie forever, right? You can't like fake it. Like that whole fake it to make it, that's bull. It, it's, it's this journey of become someone who believes in what you're selling so much. People know that you're only going to serve them. And if you can't serve them, you're not going to talk to them about what you're selling, right? right? So in the beginning, you're like trying to learn scripts and sales. And I was horrible at that. Mm -hmm. Horrendous. Literally, my mentors were like, we want you to understand, honey, <laughs> that you're not going to make it here. And if you're trying to provide for those kids, you're going to have to figure something else out. And I was so offended. And most people are like, that's horrible that somebody didn't believe in you. And I go, no, they were telling me the truth. Actually, she texts me this Which morning. Which is hard because people don't do that. They the don't time. do that. Mm -mm. So they gave me a huge gift where they're like, you're horrendous. You either learn or you go do something else and take care of your kids. So they were caring for my family. And that's when I decided, okay, well, one thing I could do as a teacher was learn. Time to yes. study. I went to the library and got every free book that I could on sales, uh, communication skills, psychology. Like I was like, I'm going to understand people. Yes. Well, and I also think the reason they told you too is because uh -huh. they saw your effort. Mm -hmm. Your effort was there, but they're like, effort oh, honey, like you're, you are putting in all this work and you suck. It's like, <laughs> so bad. They you were need like, to work we on your skill. At that point, trying. it's the skill. The effort only got you so far. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. I would like try to talk to people in line and, and sell that. One lady thought I was asking her on a date and I was like, oh no, I'm not. Wait, no, I don't want to offend you. I'm no, anyone can do whatever they want. <laughs> I mean, you need me. I but... mean, but also do you, like, do you need soap? <laughs> like, you know, like it was, it was, I was so... Uh. I just literally was the most awkward yeah. person because it was outside of my realm of anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I I was just trying to survive and not regret yeah. fighting for myself, yeah. right? And what I thought was right. Mm -hmm. And so this fight for what I thought who I was turned into a thirty day complete transformation. Like people always think, oh, they'll tell you slow and steady wins the race. I know nobody who wins a race slow, but let them tell you, right, what they want, <laughs> right. that you can massively transform your life in a very short amount of time. And I think it was a window of about 90 days, which is actually what I teach still to this day. Yeah, 90 days. It's 90 day. days of focused, consistent, I always say daily, not consistent. I think consistent's a cheating word. <laughs> it was better than last year. That's cheating. Like daily. Because there's no, right. Yeah, the frequency <laughs> is like. We just start. We make excuses yeah. all the okay. time as humans. So I'm like, get rid of consistency. Call it daily. So daily, I was studying, reading, writing scripts that were my own, more real and more like, here, I only want to sell this type of person because that's who I could help. Why would I talk to anybody else about mm -hmm. it? But I was still connecting and learning. And and it was like, I kind of just stepped into my own of 
you know, who I wanted to be, how I was going to sell. So I studied, I studied, I practiced, I studied. Mm -hmm. I went from the worst rep in the company to the best in about 90 days. Like I was like, okay, ranked number one, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like in I think 90 I days. Made, yeah. And I think I made, um, like my first, like I made my first 10 grand and my first $13,000 bonus. So it was like $23,000. And I was like, Yahtzee. You know, it's in like 90 days. Made you made it. that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I was like, wow, actually it was in like 45 days. Right. Yeah. Cause I went like this and then I went like this. So I made it and I was like, I figured this out. And then I was like trying to help everybody who I'd worked with and everybody quick. So like, nobody wants to work as hard as you. You're an yeah. idiot. Like, God, like we want to have you, a life. Yeah. So I won and then I lost. And then I was like, okay, now there also has to be priorities. Okay. My family is going to be the most important, but I also have to sell this many hours and make this much money. You know, so it, it took me, it took me about 90 days to find a groove that was going to work and probably a year of 90 day runs, like where I was really mm -hmm. figuring out how to do it. But I ended up working my way up, building some of the biggest teams and companies, learning sales, learning all these things. And um, then I found out I had cancer and that was a big wake up call. Yeah. And, uh, and so back this up a little bit. So you did your sales you did the whole 30, 90 days. And I think everyone looked at you like you're crazy and like, yeah, yep. but she's hustling hard and like doesn't have time for her family or doesn't have mm -hmm. this. So like you're, I think we all feel that sometimes, especially with kids yeah. and as mothers specifically, you know, mothers yeah. or fathers, just parents in general, what sacrifice did you make to do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Too much. I sacrificed much. my health, my life, my friends. I had nothing. Yeah. Like I was like, all in, yeah. Sold to the <laughs> highest bidder. Yeah. But you learned yeah. that in a short period of time, or yeah. did you do that for a long period of time, like five years, or did you... No. Did you cut it off? Probably pretty, a year. Yeah. But I, like, I have a pretty good intuition. Like, mm -hmm. if it if it doesn't feel right, I notice. Yeah. You know? But in the beginning, it was just save your life. Yeah. So I think I was willing to do... What you had to. Yeah. What I had... Well, not everything. Right. <laughs> but well, I'm going to sell myself. But yes. I, but I was... I was willing to work every hour. I was willing to work with people I hated. I, you know, you did it was the hard like, things. Yeah. It was like, save their life, yeah. save yours, mm -hmm. you know? But I think the best thing, I think the thing that people miss is doing it fast is the greatest gift you could ever do. Like if you can lose fast and figure it out. Say that again. Like, lose I, I think fast. you gotta lose fast. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody's going to lose in the beginning. It's super humiliating. Hard work is Anything hard. Anything in life. It's yeah. hard, right? I think I wrote that today on my posts on social. It was like, <laughs> it was like divorce felt horrible. Building a business felt horrible. Working out feels horrible. It's horrible. But afterwards, it's, sore. it's like the greatest freedom you've ever experienced. And so if you could just do it quickly, do the painful things quickly, you'll learn how to bring joy into everything, right? I learned how to sell in a very short amount of time. And then I learned that's the one skill that you could take to any industry, any business, any place ever. And you can change your life. You can make yeah. whatever money you want. There is no lack of money. If you're sitting here watching, you're like, oh, I'm a mom. I don't know how to, great. Today's your starting date. You got 90 days to become an expert. And guess what? You learned how to raise a kid immediately when you had one. So you, you can learn this too. Well, I think it's the commitment. Yeah. The commitment to actually dive in and not try something, but actually yeah. commit to learning right. something yeah. until you're until you're good at it or yeah. comfortable with the it. The world dabbles. Yes. I always tell people, I'm like, the stars do not align for those who dabble. <laughs> just like everyone's like, I'm just waiting for my ship to come in. I'm like, ships don't come ships in. Ships lit left. Ships, <laughs> ships, right? ships out at sea. <laughs> Did you have, like, you can call a dog. You can't call a ship. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> okay. You know? Now, fast forward. Okay. So you kind of figured out the sales thing. Your kids are getting yep. older. At this time, when you started working, did they go to like childcare or stay with their dad part time? Yeah. Like, so how, they, what did you do for help on that side yeah, while you hustled? A little bit um, of childcare at the school where my oldest was. Okay. So like it, before school, after care mm -hmm, stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had a little bit of that help, and then their dad had them some, and I had them okay. some. So when they were with their dad, I would work twenty four hours a day. Right. Like just hammer down. 
right? Like, like I was like, we'll what? dive into what I you do like, today. <laughs> I was like, what country is open? Because I could sell there. Yes. So I did. I was like in Australia. And when people were waking up or, or going to bed, uh, people were waking up in Europe. And I was like, start working London, you know? Yeah. Like, well, and you think yeah. about when, you, did your mind always think like that? Or when did you start? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people would never <laughs> think that. Just like Mr. Beast does like yeah. all his videos. Now I'm just going to translate and do it in different languages. It's like, right? duh. Why do we not think like, okay, now I we can just work in other countries you know, to maximize the hours. You know when I like that is when I was completely by myself. When I had no one, I actually had to use my brain. Yeah. And I think surrounded by people all the time who are always full of ideas to share with you, you never give your brain the opportunity to do what it's capable of. Like everybody's like, oh, I always wanted to do that. Oh, you travel the world. Will you adopt me? Right? Like they say all these things and I go, do you want to, I always respond with, what about what you saw today makes, make, made you reach out to me? Well, I'd love to travel. When are you traveling? Go. Write down the date. Okay, I, I'm not worried about helping you earn it. The money part is the easy part. I can show anybody how to make money. Like yeah. idiots can make money. <laughs> but it's it's the person's belief that that idea inside of them is supposed to be a reality. Like, yeah, right. Like you can like, make anything happen. Like I was a woman of faith for a very long time. And I was like, like, there's not a, an idea in your heart as a joke. Like, God doesn't play tricks on people. Like, let's dangle this in front of Sarah and watch her fail. It's lame. Yeah. Like, it's meant to be there, whoever you are, whether it's faith or you just believe it in your life. Like, yeah. if you landed somewhere and you have an idea, that's meant to execute immediately. And so that's what I learned, right? When I couldn't hear all these other voices telling me what I was or wasn't or capable of, like, I think people were honestly growing up, like, trying to help me, giving their honest feedback but their training was wrong. So I started reading books, which I tell people all the time. I'm like, books replace the people who are missing in your life. Books became my dad. Books became my mom. That's why you can get mentors from anywhere. You Everywhere. can choose your mentor. The best people in the world. Like, hey, I'm going to choose Rockefeller to be my dad this month, <laughs> right? right? To be the one encouraging me. So I started learning all these truths. And if you fill your mind with enough of the truth, there's no lies left. There's no room. There's no, you're not worth it, able, smart enough, pretty enough, like all those things that people create in their mind so they don't do anything. Right. Or from somebody else gave you a spark of it. Like there was no room for that. So I started thinking like that the moment everybody else drowned out. Yeah. So you're working with people overseas, all of that. Uh -huh. Okay. Fast forward, you become this successful saleswoman. You kind of yep. get in a groove and then you find out you had cancer. Mm-hmm. And go. Rough day. <laughs> and go. Rough and day. Because you know sometimes like when you're young and you're winning, you feel unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Invisible. So, mm -hmm. and it's also a reminder of how quickly old thoughts can come back in even when you've retrained your brain. Oh, so gosh. Yes. I retrained my brain. I was winning. I'm doing all this amazing. And I get this phone call. You know, like, so when they message you, everything's great. That's what they do. When it's not, they call. Yeah. So it's happened a couple times. So, yes. so they called and I saw it on my phone and I was like, oh man, okay, right? So I answer, I get the news and immediately what popped into my head was the same thought when I got divorced was, this is your punishment. You're never going to be free. Like, But punishment for what? I, for, you know, I think I held a lot of guilt um, in getting divorced. Cause I was yeah. raised very faith-based, very, you just stay, you work mm -hmm. through things. Marriage is hard. You do it for your kids, teach them a thing. And my parents it's were divorced. Moral, so I your was, moral compass my moral that compass you were born with is or very strong. Your family. Yeah. And I, like my parents were divorced. I was committed to never be that for yeah. my kids. And I literally wrecked the one thing that I really wanted to, to make great. And so it snuck back in there. And right there, I was like, oh my gosh, no matter how big I win, I'm going to get tanked, right? Because oh, I, I didn't do the yeah. right thing. So so it took like probably, I don't know, five or six years for me to really put that lie to bed, you know, um, and, and really learn that like you get what you work for, you deserve what you earn, like become the human that that could never be the case, right? How much good could you do in a world that you could put to bed all the lies that you've ever thought or all the mistakes you've ever made or all the things? I think a lot of my church background raised me very guilted. 
Mm -hmm. Um, not a bad thing. It's like, Hey, it's a moral compass to live by. You have to do that. So when I, when I got that, it immediately went to that. Then when I stopped my pity party and was like, okay, prepare for battle. Right. Right. Like I was an athlete growing up. So I like knew the mindset that was needed to win. And I was like, no, give me another shot. Like I'm going to do this. Right. So mentally I snapped into this place of, well, if you could possibly die, what could you set aside for your kids? <clears throat> you know, oh, like, geez. like, yeah. like, it's like, you, you're going to have a short time. How much can you do? How quickly? And I was like, why am I teaching all these people to sell stuff so they can earn enough to go live their dream? Why don't I just teach them how to monetize their dream? I've learned all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I've watched all of these companies sell products. And I'm like, this is so dumb. Why, why would I not teach everybody how to sell because I became a student of sales? Right. Why would I not teach people to go live their dream right now? Because like right now I'm yeah. in my thirties have cancer and it might be over. I got to teach people what I know right now. So this is where life intended was built. Okay. okay. So life intended was uh, created the like four days after I was cancer free. I Can was, you explain what Life Intended is? Yeah. So so Life Intended is like the parent company of my training okay. the world of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. Okay. Okay. So what happened was, is I, my friends actually gave me a cruise. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> afford anything because I'd spent everything I had earned um, on cancer because I didn't have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you serve everybody else, you forget to do real smart things. Well, it, I mean, that was it, another lesson. It just goes to show, like, you we're not perfect. Insurance. I mean, we figure um, things out. Some people learn the hard way. It's I okay. mean, I definitely learned how to live broke because it, <laughs> it kept coming and going and whatever. Yeah. I was like, what? But now you're not afraid money. to go broke because you can just make money out of thin air now. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. you're skilled, you've Doesn't invested matter. in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. which nobody can take yeah. from People you. are always like, yeah. Danelle, you've reinvented yourself so many times. I go, no, 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 no. I did not reinvent. I reinvested. Let's be clear. I reinvested in I'm learning this. New I reinvested in learning this. I reinvested. Stronger, better person. Yeah. 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 So I I, I went on this cruise and it was like, uh, it's funny because the pictures flash up every year on my uh-huh. memories and I see my face and I'm like, oh God, it looks so sick. <laughs> right. But it was like coming back to life. So I go on this cruise by myself and on this cruise ship is like 10,000 80 year olds. <laughs> like it's me and the oh. retirement community of wherever all over the world. And wisdom. And wisdom. <laughs> so it was actually my greatest gift. I met this woman who was down there waiting to sign up for like little activities yeah. and she wanted to swim with the dolphins. Um, her name was Penny Penelope. She's still on my social media to this day anyway. And she was like, oh, and she was a little teary and she was like, I would just love to do this, but my kids aren't here. I can't do it without any help. And I was like, do you need help? I'll help you. Do you want me to go with you to swim with a dolphin? I would have never thought of swimming with a dolphin. Right. Um, and she was like, are you serious? You would help me. And I was like, yeah. So she, and she sends me pictures every year of it. So I met this woman, Penny, and we ended up having dinner every night and sitting on her balcony. I definitely didn't afford a balcony. Mine was like locked in the basement. There's like a closet room in the center of the cruise ship. I was like, this is not so nice, but your room. <laughs> You're like, I didn't want the seasickness. So yeah. I went to the center. Yeah. But she had had like this very successful husband's entrepreneur. And so we'd sit there and have coffee every evening. And I would tell her about my dream. And I was like, hey, I think I want to build this company that helps people where I was at, where I thought I was going to lose everything. And if I could teach them these skills fast enough, because people listened to me, right? I was training on all these stages and stuff. And I was like, why don't I do this for myself? Teach people how to monetize what they love. And I'm going to save all these families from going through the pain that I went through. I'm Mm going to help them make money faster, monetize their hard work instead of sell stupid things for a tiny percentage that's so dumb, right? Yeah. So I... I was sitting on the beach by myself um, off the ship in the Bahamas, and I was like, that's it. I want people to intend their steps in advance. I want to give them security, right? Why do people not get started? They're afraid. What if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if I flop? And I go, what if I could show them my system that I've done 10 times over? You never have to lose. Like, here's my system. This is how it works. It's very simple, very numbers-based. And you can intend your steps in advance. So I just wrote in the sand, life intended, snapped a picture of it. I still have it. And I was like, this is the name of my company. I want people 
to live intentionally, not waste their life. They could die tomorrow. Everything could change. Like nobody should be spending all their time with people they don't care about at work. That was oh like my what gosh, I felt yes. like. I was like, what if I could help every family around the world have their parents back, have their kids there and be at their sporting events? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm done with never seeing them and working so hard working and so whatever. Hard. Well, and that's yeah. just it. I think so you kind you of had a wake up call know. and instead of, and, and then you yeah. had to spend all this money. So here you are again, <laughs> having to start over, but then a new perspective instead right. of just going back out and I'll just go sell again. Yeah. You're like, but, but I wasn't completely happy just doing that right. because then I couldn't spend all the time. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a better way. And why don't yeah. I teach all these other people how to. Yeah. Get- and there's all these families yeah. who are looking at me up on a stage as a number one seller going, Oh, how did you do that? And I'm looking at them going, how do you not know? Like, let me help you. I was there. Like I see them crying and trying to pay bills and stressed out. And I saw some of our friends getting divorced because money was tight. And I'm like, listen, money, lack of money causes problems. It's a piece of paper, right? <laughs> it's a powerful piece it's of paper, but it's, piece it, paper. it is crazy. Like you say, like, I, I think sometimes like with your gift, like you don't realize how powerful it is until someone yeah. just doesn't know. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Right. It's like common, common sense is not common practice, right? Yes. So I think something's common sense, but people don't know it. And I forget when I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's create this company. So I go and I start doing events, right? I know nobody. <laughs> like, I'm like literally hustling every event that's possible, pulling people to my event, uh, recruiting people. I started using social media and I was doing Facebook lives and people were like, what are you doing? Who what are, are you? you doing? Like, what? Look yes. at this schmoozer, right? Like, like it was still coming around. So, um, but I was a recruiter, right? And so I started putting butts in seats and doing these big live events. I got investors, uh, sponsors. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna cut you off for a second, okay? <laughs> and then we'll come back to this. Hey, friends! I'm just chiming in here to invite you to join in on my friends club. It's like a newsletter, but way more fun. By joining, you'll get exclusive access to bonus episodes, freebies, tools, tips, and resources to empower you to scale in your business and your home life. As a bonus, you'll get the option to opt in to get monthly video updates on what I'm working on behind the scenes in my business and my home front. This is your chance to take advantage of all the valuable content from myself and guests on the show, as well as getting to know each other on a lot more personal level. It's super easy. Just click the link in the show notes or go to toriemcqueen.com slash friends club to join. That's toriemcqueen.com slash friends club. See you inside. Because again, like you say, it's like common sense is not you know, common practice. So when you're saying, I just did this big event and I just got investors and I just did this <laughs> and just did that. Okay. Let's take it back to the cruise ship. Life intended in the sand. Yeah. You're building this business. Yeah. What made you think, okay, event is the way to go. Yeah. And what was your 90 day action plan for that? Yeah. Like, yeah. So event was the way to go because I'd been to all of them right? I've yes, been to every have. sales training event. I'd seen people up there. I compared myself to them and I was like, eh, I would have thrown this joke in here. I would have said this. <laughs> all, they're talking all about themselves. The event is not about you. It's about them. Like, yeah. you know, so I was just critiquing and then I was like, well, if you can do something about it, you're not allowed to complain about it. So right. go build your own. So that was kind of the idea. So I set a date. How much time did you give yourself? Uh, 90 days. 90 days. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So October 14th, I signed the paperwork for Life Intended. January was my first event. Great. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to fill the room. 2014, I think, or 2015. And the event was to help them. Sales. Okay. Yeah. It was to help entrepreneurs make more money. Great. Right? Sales, marketing, development, whatever people needed, right? Mind, actions. Zero Connect, to 100 in 90 days. Zero to 100. That's the only way I roll. <laughs> hey, I'm not. That's I'm why not everyone around it. me is like, yes. I hope you brought tennis shoes. We running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, because speed is an antidote to failure. Like if you go fast, you figure out fail a way fast, faster. Yeah. yeah. And, and don't like people are always like, you don't, if you don't win, you learn, right? They don't want to say the word failure. I'm like, I don't have a bad relationship with failure. Mm -mm. I laugh. I'm like, oh, it's necessary. 
right? It's like when you go to the gym, they're like, do it to failure. Nobody's crying. Like, it's like yeah. a normal thing. It do is it until you fall thing. down, then you learn how to do it better the next time. Yeah. So I'm like, call it whatever you want. Laurel fails daily <laughs> trying to walk, right? Like, Who never quit. Boys? Imagine if, imagine never if she never kept going. She'd yeah. just be a, a I, little baby the whole time. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, we're naturally born to evolve, mm-hmm. right? Roll, mm-hmm. crawl, walk, run, train, you become an athlete, mm-hmm. right? Same thing in business. So it was like, I was going to give them the roll, crawl, walk, but people are hungry to learn the right way. Right. So I gave it to them. And not only that, I knew that I knew that in order to like build my name as well, I had to deliver for these people, right? If they were putting money down on me, which is funny, I think I only charged like 55 bucks. My first event went way in the hole. It was hilarious. And people but, like, but people like, this is the best you. event of my life. And I'm like, really? Because I can't eat. But congratulations. <laughs> I'm so glad. And they all want to be they you, did. but you're like, but yeah. I... I'm not making money all the, here. All I'm the just, dumb things that I did. I have a lot of ideas. It's not dumb. Right? It's it's like, I think that, and that's the reason why I have a show, right? People think that people know exactly what they're doing when they're doing it. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, it's just not the case. We're all building this thing and yeah. we all have stuff that goes on behind the scenes where it's like, we don't know how to price. We don't know how to do this. And it's like, you yeah. figure it out by failing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you wouldn't have known two that ways. you were going to make yeah. money or not until you're like, I'm which, just doing it. Which I don't think, it, like I had to make money, but that wasn't, that wasn't my motivator. My yeah. vote, motivator was like, leave no family behind. Yeah. I'm tired of people getting divorced, broken, sick because they can't afford it. Right. Right? Like, I, like I'm going to go save the world. Okay. <laughs> world peace. Right? Like that's, right. that's what I wanted. But it's it's that, you know... As you're going, you're focused you learn. on giving. Yeah, you're and focused in order on to giving. do it. What's funny is I still didn't believe in myself enough. So what I did is I went to the biggest speakers in the world that I thought would draw draw an Drive audience, mm-hmm. um, and I brought them in. That right? is so smart. I raised sponsorships. I did whatever. So I did a couple of things. One, it put me, and I don't know that I knew I was doing this. Right. <laughs> I think it was. I was very blessed. But hard work is always honored, yeah. usually, right? But. It put me up on pictures on the internet with very famous people quickly. Uh Um, So it was like, oh, who's this with this? Oh, well, she fits right in, right? They didn't know that I was like the scrapper who was down here like (laughs) trying to throw stuff together. So, you know, so it put me on stages. Then those people would come in and see what I had created. And they're like, oh, where's your staff? And I'm like, just me. They're like, oh, who did this? Just me. Yeah. Oh, just me. And they were like, who the heck are you? Like well, you're you just doing it. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this Wonder Woman just went 180 in the hole to make this happen. Okay, right? but that's dream. also what people don't talk about is yeah. the investment <laughs> that you make for successful businesses, yeah. whether it's advertising, yeah. whether it's um, getting a loan, whether yeah. it's like putting money out of your own pocket or more or yeah. more sweat off your back. Yeah. It takes the equity, yeah. and the capital yeah, it does. to do things. and. They're what if like, I don't have any do money? That? What if I don't have any money? Right? Okay. I think that was another reason it's... I went events mode because events bill you 30 to 60 days out after the event. Ah. You put a deposit down, mm-hmm. right? So as long as I could sell could and do pre-sell. things at the event. Yeah. But I did a lot of things wrong, right? I brought these people in. I let them sell. And I wasn't versed enough in events to know that I should have gotten a cut from anything they sold to my audience. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. So the the big speakers were like, she's the best in the world. She lets us take a hundred percent cut. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. Was I supposed to take some? Holy cow. You're like, no right? problem. You're in the court. <laughs> so all these people loved me, but not for the reason that they should have, right? Uh-huh. They love me because I gave them all their cash. And I was like, wait, you're making me broke. They're like, she's so generous. And I'm like, no, I'm just stupid. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> so I so I learn. I learned along the way. And then what I learned is nobody was caring for people like I did. I was bringing in these big speakers who ended up, all of them, gave back so much to me. Mm-hmm. Grant Cardone has given so much to me. Darren Hardy from Success Magazine gave so much to me. You know, like all of them gave back to me and loved that I helped and served them because I it's wanted to different. give my audience the best. Mm-hmm. So I went and got the best. I didn't go for mediocre. I didn't go for, hey, who's doing something? I went for the hardest in the world to get, mm-hmm. negotiated my way in there learned how to write deals. You know, like I just learned so much so quickly. They gave back to me. 
But what I learned was that my audience didn't need them. They actually preferred to learn from me because I was closer to success than the billionaires, right? And I was like, that's so weird. And so then they were like, hey, what if you just do an event on your own? And I was like, it was a real like come to Jesus moment of, are you worthy enough to charge people for your knowledge? Or are you only okay selling someone else? And so when I had to learn how to sell myself, that was a life-changing day for me. So you've had so many pivoting moments where you shift your, not just shift the direction that you're going, but literally had to shift your mindset to be able to pivot and go. Like there's no faking here. Like what if nobody comes or signs up? Because they're like, oh, just you were speaking. You've put all these great people in the world, you know, why would we buy tickets for you? Like every fear or insecurity that I ever had was there. Amazingly enough, the room was filled (laughs) and I had pneumonia, sick as a dog because I was so nervous about every detail and thing. And I had a team at that time, right? And I was like, okay, your only job is to deliver far and beyond what they ever imagined. And you have to help these people be successful. Like if not, this is falling on your name. And I kind of learned, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been counting on other people to save my people. What a weak business you built, Danelle. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I felt. Like you've been looking for a way out to not take the blame for things for a very long time. Now let's bet on you. And so when I started betting on me first event and I had a massive event, you know, got up to where I was speaking on everybody else's stages and brought then people in. started reaching out to you. Yeah. And they or were did like, you have a team that started doing all that or people, it just got notoriety? hundred percent. My entire career has only been request like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've never had a team hunting, getting me speaking engagements. It's somebody saw me, referred me here, referred me here, referred me here. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. People are like, how do you get speaking events? I'm like, show up awesome, do amazing things, they call you. It's called attracting, (laughs) right? Well, and I was like, I'm doing Facebook Live every single Friday. I Like everything I did was consistent. That was it. Friday Night Live for seven years. When most people are out at the bar, I decided to train people. Like I was going to keep myself on track, focused, doing what I should. I trained for an hour for free every Friday and I just built this audience. And it was timing with Facebook as well feeding. I did events. Then I launched online events and it grew into masterminds and it, you know, it just scaled really quickly. Then I was invited on some big stages, started learning. I could make a million dollars a day when I'm speaking on those stages and it blew my mind. Then I had to learn money. Then I had to learn investing. Then it was like, oh my gosh. Then it was, Hey, you're going to go to court and you're going to have to pay for the other half now. And you know, so it was, and it was a lot of things that grew 100% my character and belief. And if you can build, if you can work hard enough that you actually have to bet on you every single day, Mm -hmm. everything you build will be so fulfilling, so significant, so incredible, you'd never quit. Most people just quit before that. Right. Well, and I guess the thing is here, like I think it's very clear that you're able to shift your mind into what you want once you figure out what you want. Yeah. How is it that you find exactly what you're looking for? Or do you just kind of have that peace with yourself? And I I noticed the pattern of you kind of go off on your own and have your own little epiphany. (laughs) And then you kind of think, what is this? And the self-check. And then you're like, actually, I need to go this way. It sounds like, you know, like you said, you're good with intuition. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. probably part of it. But when it comes to the taking action part and the committing part, yeah. Once someone feels that, ooh, that burning desire to just do, mm-hmm. and then it usually just fades. Right. So it's like, what would you recommend right. someone do that has that Great burning question. desire? Yeah. What are the top three things they should yeah. be focused on? That's such a great question. Probably one of the best I've ever been asked. Um, good job. Aww, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it. High five. I mean it, because that's actually very practical. Um, again, I think... There's, there's two ways to go in any business. One, do it yourself, learn the hard way. Uh-huh. Two, invest in somebody who's done it to help. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, so those are the two angles that you can take. If you don't have money to invest or you're not willing to bet on yourself and go into debt a little bit to do it, then understand it's going to be a longer road, harder, but you still win, 
right? Mm -hmm. If you do invest, you can go faster. So number one thing that I teach people is speed. We have to help you get a quick win because the mind is going to play lots of tricks on you. Yes. Okay. So it's look at uh, what four years later, I still have a thought that maybe I shouldn't have got divorced because I got cancer. How freaking weird is that? Uh But that's what happens, right? Is the old is waiting to sink back in because it's the most comfortable state. People will choose comfort. They're trained. Their body is actually trained homeostasis to be absolutely normal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So speed is the only thing that beats it. So what I always say is I go, okay, great. You have an idea. Okay, great. Um, What is the end goal? Give me a specific result. Well, I want to make $5,000 in the next 30 days. Okay, great. What product do we have to sell? Okay, great. How much profit is that? How many do you need to sell in 30 days? Great. How many divide by 30 do you need to sell a day to make that goal? Like I go speed and numbers are my number one and number two. If you move quickly, your body and mind don't have time to think doubt. Right. I'm in it quickly. Like it's like uh, I've gone skydiving a couple of times. Right. First time I already up in the plane. (laughs) First time I went, I got to the door and I like froze. And then the longer I had to think about it, I was like not leaving. Yeah. Right. Second time I go, hey, it was one of my friends. Right. Jumping with this connected to me. And I go, hey, when we get up there, just roll right out. Like I like I don't want to stop. So that's how it goes in business too. Most people get up to where it's about to get scary, and they don't understand like that cliff scary diving. is where it's, it's like about you to have be to good. jump. Otherwise, that's oh, where you dude. get hurt. I'm so afraid of heights. Cliff, cliff diving. diving. Like I do things all the time to try and get rid of it. I've jumped out of airplanes. I've jumped off of cliffs. I still am very scared of heights, but I still do it. I'm getting better. I can stand on a ladder. My legs will shake oh. so bad the whole ladder. So I'm like, I don't, know, rock climbing, I don't know what's like, happening with my body. It's like me rock climbing like two feet up yeah. and I'm like, I can't. Oh my gosh, I'm going to fall. And like, James like, Tori, step down. I've seen too many rock climbing movies or like things where maybe yeah. it's something, but, but that's it. Like speed and then numbers. And if you go get one win, okay. right? So yeah. how the brain works is a thought comes in. First, it is felt, it goes through feeling mode, mm-hmm. then it's facted in the front okay. of your brain. If like, this is what I train people to do in all my stuff is I train them to come in and get that s- stuff, the thoughts, the stats straight to facts, right? If you can facts. fact it yeah. over feeling it, you're going to win so much faster. So what happens is, is a thought comes in and they're like, oh, but if I could, it's amazing. Hopium, like they're so excited, Right. And then they have a reality check. Oh, but that's hard and scary and my friends will change. And and all of a sudden they've had 17 feelings in the last 12 minutes when if I can go, hey, right here, write down the goal. Okay, how are you going to get there? Who's involved? I feel like What are you going to do? So I have a little strategy system that helps Mm -hmm. them draw out numbers immediately. Mm -hmm. And then here's what happens. The feeling of that number is bigger than the feeling of the doubt. So the problem is they just have no facts to put with how to do it. Mm-hmm. So they're in the feelings mode. Yeah. That's why people quit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, get the numbers out here. This is how you do it's it. Write it down. Fact. And yeah. then I go, hey, if you go do this week and you don't go get that, it's really painful. So what happens is then you help them cross their first finish line and they have a win. So now the brain actively can only think about what happened last that's highly emotionalized. Well, winning is the highest emotionalized thing mm-hmm. that the body experiences. Yes. So if I can help them experience that, their next time they set a goal, they're thinking about that win. That is so true. I mean, this yeah. is even the case for like my son. He's doing yeah. a fundraiser. He has to raise, I think, $500. And at first, well, actually we said $250. And then it, it anyways, so $250. And he was like, oh, it's going to be so much, so hard. And I was like, dude. Get it on paper. All you have to do is sell this many things this many times or this dollar amount this many times. Okay, it's car washes, $10 a car wash, 30 times or whatever Mm -hmm. the math is, broke it down. And then he's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I just have to do this thing or sell this thing five times or this thing 10 times for this price. So we just were, I think what you're saying, getting it to fact. And then so we we made it happen. We're like, okay, yeah, we got to do this. So we literally took him out and then he's selling stuff and he comes back in an hour under an hour he made like over 100 bucks yes. and he's like wow and in that yes. feeling yep. of like of the winning. win he wanted to go sell some like, more he jumped his goals from 250 to 500 immediately that day and was like 
you know, because it's so easy, I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna uh-huh. push my goal up on his own. He said that, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's See? amazing. But it, it is well, exactly what you're saying. It's so. like in that one hour, it really, once you break it down to like all the emotions out of it, like just the numbers, I think that that's mm-hmm. something that people forget. But in your case, so like your event, you weren't going yeah. after money numbers. You were going after people. Impact. People yeah. and impact getting them there. So you could do the same thing for, I think it, for that people was in an event. Like, hey, if I want yeah. so-and-so people, I need to get this many yeah. people I think to it's the event. Um, or... I just play tricks on my mind because okay. my mind is very wise. Mm-hmm. Right. And I sometimes have to outsmart myself. So for me, I still have a little bit of that. Well, if you make too much money, like I still have people who, you know, there's always a, um, there's always that one, there's right. They, they don't really bother me. If, right. if they bother you, they're beating you. So you can't let them bother you. <sighs> but like, I still have people write things once in a while. Like, do you still love Jesus? You know, it's so sad. Oh my to gosh. See like, like oh, it's weird. Sad. Oh. It's, it's weird. But I'm like, no, I love Satan. Don't I look like I love Satan? What is wrong with people? Anyway, I mean, to each their own. Thank you for asking. If you were checking on me, it would be great. <laughs> but like, like you have some of those things. And so you're like checking yourself, right? So I never allowed myself to make a lot of money in the beginning. I gave it all away, right? I spent it. I was like, because if you do good with it, you're going to be like in a good state, right? Like It's it was, not me taking it for so me. I'm giving morphed, it. Right? I, I, yeah. So, and what happened is, is I couldn't go run and do it for me. I had like this weird thing going on inside of me. And yeah. so what motivated me was doing things for others. So if I, I really became addicted to my impact more than mm-hmm. anything. And as I made a difference, I started to feel better about myself. So people ask all the time, like, you've had a lot of trauma. You've had cancer. You've had this. You've had this. And they're like, what about doing some of that healing? I go, you want to know the fastest way to heal all your past stuff? Win. Go win so big. There are no more negative feelings to feel. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, you know how much good you can do with money. So I always tell people, I go, listen, we're going to get good. We're going to get paid and we're going to give back. Give and back. everybody who trains with me, I make them commit to giving 10% of their earnings to whatever charity they want. Because it's going to keep them in a mental state of yeah. generosity. I think success and generosity go hand I, in hand. Yeah, I agree. But that's what I do. I had to play tricks on my mind. If you won't do it for money, do it for generosity. Then I learned, hey, I could do it for generosity. I also can do it for money. It, I also can be building for okay. my children. You know, but we have these it's demons. Okay. Every human has these little lies that like to hang out. And so you have to outsmart them. That's the thing. So if you help someone win, just like Emery did, Right now, I'm going to bump up the goal. Now I'm going to do this. It's the same with adults. They're like, it's the same. Oh, this is the biggest one I've ever I had in my that. life. Oh, I never now, would have thought of that. Do it every 30 days. Do it every 90 days. And most people will do this. If I ask them their annual goal, they'll tell me this goal, and then I'll say, "Great, let's make a plan." So I'll make this plan for them, and they'll see how they could do it in 90 days instead of a year. Okay. I have that same trick. And then they'll okay. crush it, mm-hmm. right? So I was doing my three-year goals in 90 days and just boom. And then I was like, well, let's see how fast this baby can go. And then I started investing in people who were smarter. Like Grant Cardone ate me for lunch one time on a live <laughs> video about like, why are you doing that? That's really dumb. You should do it like this. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for telling me, right? Yeah. So he told me I went and did it. Then he put me on a stage and was like, she's one of our greatest success stories ever. She literally did it. And four months later, mm-hmm. had a six-figure day instead of a six-figure year. Then he put me on stage and I had a seven-figure day. And then I was like, that's way easier to do it in a day. Coming from a tent from a girl who felt guilty like everything was her yeah. fault. And so no matter where you come from, if you can create a system for yourself or hire someone else's, you can learn how to win in 30 days and repeat the process so much that you forget how to lose. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you forget how to I listen to lies or, yeah. or anything else. Well, and like you said, they're going to keep coming back. Yeah. So like they will. And, and I, I sense that in my yeah. own stuff too. Like they'll just every now and then, and I recognize it. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's in here. I got to go run. Like, yeah. you know, something yeah. like I got to switch something up because I don't know why that's coming back. You know, so I get that too. And, and it's, okay if they come back. Like, I think that's yeah. a normal thing, Yeah. but it's also like learning how to get back up faster when you get knocked down. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So the three things then you would say are speed, speed, plan, the plan with breaking it down into yeah. facts. And the last, and the last little one. piece is celebrate the win. Okay. Okay. So you have to have, when you get to this, what are you going to do to celebrate it? That kind of fits the goal. Here's why. 
Most people work really hard, too hard. Mm-hmm. When they cross the finish line, they die and they don't want to do it again, right? They're so yeah. tired. Um, <laughs> I see and that they, then they just keep working because they think eventually it will all be worth it. That mm-hmm. is a lie we tell ourselves. So I make people celebrate every 90 days. That's where we get along. That's where we <laughs> We're adventure seekers, right? <laughs> Let's go to Vail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? But so when you celebrate, you're teaching your brain that hard work is worth it. And for me, I always yes. want to be excited to go back to work. And I think people forget that in this day and age. They think pain, grind, hustle, kill yourself to get there and do it while you're young, right? It used to be all those quotes that were like, um, sacrifice what you want now to have it later. I don't believe all of that because look how fast our kids grow. Look at Laurel's hair's grown I know. since she's, I saw her like a month ago. You guys, she's in pony she's status. So she's got two ponies in now. <laughs> And then when you take them out, she's Ace Ventura. It's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> but, it, but look how fast it goes. So so I'm like, listen, learn how to celebrate. So this is how I got my kids on par with me too, because I was working hard. I did have to travel. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say, hey, here's mom's 90-day goal. What do you think about this? Okay, so okay. when I hit this, what are we going to do to celebrate, right? Some of the goals were so big. They were like, we're going to go swim with dolphins. We're going to... Go to the moon, right? Whatever Getting it is. Getting them involved is huge. So when I'd go, they'd be like, get out the door. We want to go to the Bahamas. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like work harder. Cheer mom. They came one at a time to speaking events. They speak on stages. They're they're so amazing. Like most people are like, I got to go work and I got to keep this separate. I involved mine every single yeah. second. They have been mentored by some of the wealthiest, smartest, most generous humans in the world. And I think back to how I almost didn't do it because I was making myself miserable for making a mistake yeah. and getting divorced, right? And feeling like money is evil. And, and I'm like, got oh the, my yeah. gosh, look how that transformed into, I just saved my kid's life. None of them will ever have a hard time making money, leading, getting what they want, fighting for their dreams, begging, learning how to sell me, right? right? And And so we don't know who we're hurting by not winning at our best, right? Yeah. I I tell people this all the time. I'm quoted for it all over social media. And they were like, what is the one thing that shifted? And I said, well, for me, I couldn't ever run for the cash, but it was about who I was hurting if I didn't win. And so I ask people, I go, who loses if you don't win? Write their names down. If you can write your family's name and be like, hey, my hard work and discomfort wasn't worth serving you today. Oh God, then you'll get up. And that was a pain I couldn't bear, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. know how long I was going to get. Cancer came back, came back again. I had a couple crazy like situations. A couple people come into my camp, try to hurt me. Like all these things happened and all I could write was who loses if I don't win. I have to fight my way out of this. I have to find a way to do this by name. I would be thinking of my kids and go, today's work day is for Sophie. Today's work day is for Seth, for Bella. Like, and when you do that, You wake up different. You wake up different. You drive. You stop thinking of the silly things that keep you from living big. Yeah. And I think you involving them is key, right? Because it's like, it's not like you're saying, I'm going to go win and I'm going to ignore them. Right. It's, I'm going to win and I'm going to involve them in how I'm getting better and how I'm winning and make sure that they're on board because you're, you're incorporating them as part of your team. Yeah. Yeah. This last year I took Seth with me. And, um, it was like a late night flight. I think we flew at nine. We got in at like one in the morning. Mm -hmm. I had to speak at 7am. Then we flew somewhere else. Right. And at the end of the day, he was like, is this how hard you work without us? I'm exhausted. You know, he's like, I'm exhausted. Mom, is this what you do? And I was like every week. And he goes, I'm so proud of you. Oh, right. And I was well, like, and right? what else did he say he's proud of you for? Oh, for working out. Well, and saying no to and stuff. And saying no to stuff like, that would hurt me. Like, he yeah. wa- they watch everything. Yeah. But you can't tell them enough times. You can show them. You can show them. And yeah. that's a huge one, too, is like, you can't criticize them or critique them. or I mean, the, the best way to help them is to show them. Yeah. And, and the balance is huge for yeah. me. But it's... Yeah. it's it's great. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. People people are so like welcoming to their families and their kids and whatever. I I will tell you this, like the bigger you get, the more you do. I am so cautious who meets my kids. Right? Mm-hmm. Like like even like since there's fans. 
Oh, yeah. Right. So they come. It's they, a different level watch, you get to. Yeah, once you, they, yeah. They watch how people talk to me and what they do and they ask them weird questions. And, you know, so, I, so I'm pretty cautious at events. They'll be there for a little bit and then they go. But even like people I bring in my house, right, and around my kids, they better have an on point mindset or they don't meet my kids, right? They better yeah. be going to be a part of my life for a long time. They better be very important because like, I don't think people put enough, like I know how two small minds around me growing up almost devastated my whole life. Ah, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Right. So their yeah. friends, their family, their things. I want to have the fun house. So the kids are always playing at my house. So I know what's happening with their buddies. Right. Okay. And that's, yeah. <laughs> and your kids don't go to some snooty private nope, they go to public school, school or online. They go to public school. Mm-hmm. I gave them the choice. And okay. they, you know, what's funny is I was like, guys, I want you to have the most opportunity, these sports, these, cause they're all athletes. Right. And I wanted to give them all this extra opportunity. That's what I earned. They and they were like, normal. they were like, mom, you make an impact everywhere you go. Why can't we be amongst people we can make a difference for? They're like, we're lifting our teams. We're encouraging over here. Let us serve our world. And I was like, good answer. Sold. Mm-hmm. Some days I don't agree with their school choices. Uh, it's all right. They are getting dabbled in the but real world. And they have incredible friends. They're amazing at sports. They're they're so on point. Nothing of that has been affected. Yeah. So of course they're in a great place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that they have... And my husband says this too. He's like, what happens at home and what you're doing is far more important than yep. anything they're ever going to learn in yeah. school. School's already behind. Yeah. So that's yeah. scrap that's, it. They yeah. want, they need to learn social skills. They yep. need to learn how to be around good people, bad yep. people, learn how to not let it define them. Like all yeah. of those skills. It's a battle I fight with their dad every day because mm-hmm. he doesn't love that we travel so much. Yeah. Um, he just, he doesn't know yeah. any of that. And so- like I fight this battle all the time and I'm like, listen, the education they're going to get in Dubai is far different. Like on this event with me is more than anything they could learn all year Ugh, at school. It totally is. So we need to understand, I believe in education. Yes, I have 100%. several degrees, uh, right? Like I, I believe that they should have an education, but I also believe that experiences are educating more than, yeah. than anything on top of the schooling. So, of so I think it's important. It's yeah. A, it's well-rounded. They do miss school. Yeah, when they miss to it, travel and they have to me. make up, and then mm-hmm. you know it's yeah, their own. No it's their own choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're getting to that age too. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I appreciate you sharing all of this with Thank everyone. I me. I could sit in a room with her forever, <laughs> or be stuck in two weeks in Vail with her, and it would be amazing. <laughs> um, she has so much to share. So you guys, oh, where can everyone find you? Pretty simple: Facebook, Instagram, Danelle Delgado, or DanelleDelgado.com. Okay, and. We will put everything in the show notes so you guys have that. Um, she's amazing. And she also has, I mean, she touched a couple things on like systems and, and things like that. So like if you guys are interested in any of that, it's clearly there for you. And then on that note, do you want to share like one minute about your next five years where you think you'll be? Yeah. One minute. Yes. One minute because yes. I'll go on a rampage. We We're totally could. Hone it back. <laughs> Just like where you envision yeah. going now that you've like helped all these people. I'm sure you'll probably yeah. write a book. You've got all these great things happening and you're yeah. kind of launching. Yes. So where you want to go next? Yeah. yeah. I think this is the most excited I've been in my whole life, which is really? great, right? Woo! It's like when you do something, all the work is for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like you think it's amazing to how many millionaires I've built. It's amazing, right? Like all these things that I'm noted mm-hmm. for. Okay, great. But when you build a system and you've worked it with thousands and thousands of people for over a decade and you see a window to help the masses of people have the same opportunity to grow, that's mm-hmm. where we're headed. So, um, you know, we, we've created a new company that's actually going in corporations and we are training employees on these same things, right? Yeah. I think there are so many humans who have potential but haven't been around it. They have willingness, but they don't have the information. Yes. And so um, we have created a company that is going into every company around the world, thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of employees mm-hmm. will be learning exactly how to win on repeat from what we're sharing with them. So Yay. it's pretty I'm exciting. I'm so excited. I'm excited to see what the next 90 right? days for you because I know how you yeah. operate. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, right? Now it here's the thing. Fun. When you start winning, you get to connect with other people who are massively winning. 
And I think that's like the rocket ship business type, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm winning, met another human who's winning, and we built a company together. And that's what we're talking about. And so so I want you guys to be paying attention to like who's around you, who's winning, who are you inspired by. When you take two winners and you put them together. But it's also winning in the right way, right? Yeah. Like winning that aligns with you and your values because yeah like you guys if you've listened like I've done business I've had partners I you know getting into my app that I did and then decided like oh my god this business partner is bad news it's like I think I suggest for most people you don't yeah you forget that like oh shoot I they're winning but not the way I want to win in so make sure that you stay true to you um Because I think that that's key too. And maybe you would agree with that. Yeah, I've had, um, so I had an insurance company with five other partners. I had a couple of other collaborative events and stuff that I've done. And and I've helped partnerships and teams all over the world where I suggest, please don't ever have a partner, right? Mm -hmm. However, um, you can probably hear through the podcast all of the work that I've gone through and, and done when you find people that are equally developed and skilled and and you put things together and it can be better than what you can do alone, there is a rocket ship time, but you need to be winning so big. Know your values, who you are so much that you would only be attracted to other people who yeah. have the same. Yeah. And right? that is very similar to, if you guys have it, I think it's Gina Whitman, Rocket Fuel, Gino. that book. Mm, maybe you get that and you'll get that too. But understand so it, good. I guess. But anyways, all right. I could hang out with her forever, but we're going to let her go. Hey, but um, thanks so much for Thank you. sharing thanks for and chatting. Thanks for doing the podcast and what you're doing to help people. Like, we need more people like you getting voices out to the yes. world so they know how to do it. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we'll chat next time. Okay, bye. Don't you guys just love Danelle's authentic energy and passion to want to see others succeed? It's great. And if you want more of that, please follow her at Danelle Delgado on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you tune in because she gives value every single day. And she's currently working on her next big company, Engage, with her partner, Mike Draper. And I'm so thankful that I get to work alongside them on that journey. But if you guys want to see what she's up to, go follow her. And because she's a woman of words, shoot her a quick DM and thank her for being on the Homefront podcast because she deserves it and she will continue to serve until all of you humans are as great as you can be. Again, thank you guys for listening and please go show her some love. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us to learn, grow, and reach more listeners. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your home front and biz. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.